Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. And welcome to this week's episode. I am Michael. I am John. And I am Andrew, and we are the Brothers Newland. Um, you, Michael, you said this week's episode. Um, this is a special week. We're dropping two episodes this week. Did I forget to this tell is, you guys that? Uh, this is part one. We're this is part, part one. This is part one. This is oh, set. Yeah. Uh, well, so this is episode seventy-eight, and the next episode will be seventy-nine. There are. It's kind of a two-parter, but it is the first episode of this week, and it's a very special week. So we got a lot to talk about on this. Um, like I said, we are toy. We are the Brothers Newland. This is Toy Rewind. Um, and we're here just to talk about some toy lines uh, from our childhood and give all the, all of our listeners a history lesson about the toy lines, how they were created, how they ended up in our house. Um, those are some bingo squares for you right there. We got all kinds of noises going on. Um, this week, one of, we are re- one, of the, one of those was Ed. One of those, oh, already? Ed, Ed Poe, yeah, he, he posted something on Facebook, and my, oh. that was my dean for it. So. There you go, there you go. Uh, shout out to Ed. Um, this week, we're rewinding back to 1989, uh, so a little while. Back in the 80s, barely in the <clears> 80s, um, we're going to learn about one of the smallest toys that have ever been released. So I'm sure everybody knows who it is. This is Polly Pocket, um, released by Bluebird Toys in 89. Um, so this is going to be a, a fun episode. Kind of a small one, right? Right. We, we went there. Yeah, we went there. Small episode. Um, We've had some small episodes before. <laughs> not small like this, though. Before we can jump into that, John, why don't you give us uh, our social media rundown? All right. So check our websites out over at toyrewindpodcast.com. You can also look us up on crossthestreamsmedia.com. Uh, over at Cross the Streams Media, if you would like to, you can leave us a voicemail on there and uh, we'll get back with you on that and we'll play them on our podcast as we get some. Uh, you can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch is all Toy Rewind Pod. Facebook and YouTube is Toy Rewind Podcast. As always, make sure to put the podcast on those two to make sure you get the right one and know that it's us. We stream our toy box showcases when we do some. I think we've still got a few to do. We're just trying to catch up with our uh, personal time to get stuff done. Uh, we put those on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch as well. And then, as always, check out our uh, podcast bingo over at podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind. And let us know if you get a bingo as you're listening to us, if you're playing there, along. There's about to be some updates to that over the next month. So, uh, look, check it out. I think Ed will like it. Uh, he plays the most out of anybody. I think he'll like it. Uh, so again, shout out to Ed. Um, yeah, he's probably been like, "Hey, you need more more squares." These yeah, are all the same. I'm actually <laughs> going to make it to where people can suggest squares just directly on there, and they can they'll oh, send cool. them directly to me, and we can they'll drop in, and they'll be ready to go. So lots of fun. Um, a lot more interaction. Maybe we're going to try to get in there. So uh, before we rewind, I got a question for you guys. Have y'all heard about this life debate that's been happening over the last week or so? Whether there are more doors or wills in the world? I heard something about that. So, and the reason I bring this up is because it affects our podcast. Our, we talk about this a lot because they're saying uh, the, the, the wheel people are counting Hot Wheels 
and Lego wheels and doors, Lego doors and a Hot Wheels door. If it, it it's it's considered a door if it opens, right? right? So there are doors on the cars that open. Some of them they don't have, but still have four wheels or three wheels or however many. Um, so uh, I wanted to get you guys take and see what you guys thought. Are there more wheels? Are there more doors in the world? Um, probably more doors because there's houses and stuff that have doors. And there's so office that, buildings. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that don't have wheels. Okay. I mean, don't, there's a lot of, yeah, that don't have wheels but have doors. But then you have motorcycles and stuff and wagons and stuff that have wheels that don't have doors. So how many, how many doors do you have in your house, Michael? And remember, this counts like cabinet doors. I got, I got way too many. There's too many to count, right? Yeah. I mean, I can how count many? them, but so now, Michael's house now, also now, has now, wheels. I, I was going to say, Michael's <laughs> a, a special exception because he's got so many wheels in his house also. Um, well, now, yeah, John, he's got all John, that too. How many, how, many, how many doors do you have in your house, John? How many wheels do you think you have in your house? <laughs> what kind of chair are you sitting on, John? Yeah, it's got wheels. How many wheels does it have on the bottom of it? Um. Two, four, six, eight, I think 10. Yeah, because it's a, it's a two-wheel one. system. It's a two-wheel system. So mine is, uh, I use uh, rollerblade wheels on the bottom of my chair. So it's only one wheel. But So you've got office chairs. So many office chairs in the world that, in the offices that have all these wheels with all the doors in the office buildings. I don't know. I, I honestly I have no idea. Um, I think it's I've, a stupid debate. <laughs> I've heard, I think it's a great debate. It's amazing. Um, just for the fact that people are acknowledging the doors and wheels of all the toys. And they're like, yeah, those are. It's a wheel. It's, it's a, a wheel. wheel. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love it because, you know, we talked about both Hot Wheels and, yeah, look at that mouse wheel. Yeah, John's got all kinds of stuff here. He's just throwing at us. Um, so I, you got wheels in your games behind you, maybe, John. I'm sure we do. I don't know. So uh, you guys don't have a preference that you guys don't think? You don't um, know which one it is? It's not that I don't know. I don't care for that. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is like the white and gold and the blue and black dress or whatever from like 10 Why years ago. Debating on dresses. No, no, no. Yeah, it's the picture. It's one picture. Some people see it as white and gold. Some people see it as blue and, go blue and black. You've never seen this picture, John? No, I'm guessing not. My gosh, you need to get at least a little bit into the world. Um, I mean, if we want to have that debate on colors, let's put Jackson in the mix. No, Jackson doesn't count because he's <laughs> colorblind. So he doesn't know what colors he's looking at. But he does. I mean, he may know what colors they are, but like it's going to still be different for him anyways. So yeah, some it's, people really, say, it's really good to get him to actually tell you what colors he thinks he really sees. Or what colors he sees, but he knows what, like he knows the sky's blue, but to him it's purple. So that's just weird. I okay. see the dress mostly as uh, as white and gold. So I think it's weird that people like that. that that eyes are. I didn't put it up. <laughs> that I think just the fact that eyes are different like that, people can see different colors. I think it's crazy. So. You know, all about it. Okay. Um, all right. So all right. since you guys don't have an opinion, I was hoping you'd have a nice, good conversation about this. How many doors or wheels are in the world? I, I, there's a bunch of both of them. Let's you, should, that. you should start asking people at work, Michael, what they think. Mm, yeah. 
Okay, as a listener, if you're listening to this, what do you think? Send us a <laughs> message and let us know. Uh, since John and Michael don't have an opinion anymore, um, what do you think? Are there more doors? Are there more wheels in the world? Um, so, in my, and, my little world here, I've got more wheels than I have doors. So. Oh, yes, you do. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely do. Um, all right. Well, uh, I guess with that, we will rewind and uh, get into it. Michael, you ready? Let's go. All right. So, like Andrew said, we rewound to 1989. Well, let's let's go a little bit further back to 1983, real quick. So, uh, so we're talking about Polly Pocket. Uh, so, Polly Pocket was designed by Chris Wiggs uh, for his daughter Kate back in 1983, um, and was licensed by Bluebird Toys. Uh, from, uh, from 1989 until Mattel acquired both Bluebird Toys and Polly Pocket in 1998. So, so this Chris Wiggs, he wanted something for his daughter, you know, just something he he came up with. He said uh, he just wanted a a small little doll playset that that they can go like a little dollhouse, whatever that can fit in a pocket and and go on. So he got a was it a compact. Uh, makeup a, thing a makeup compact yeah yeah and then you you open it up and he made like a little dollhouse inside there um and then he designed this little little doll what about less than an inch tall that could fit in there and uh and then uh he licensed that idea to bluebird toys um to uh to 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 sell to reproduce and sell so um, so I, saw Bluebird, I was trying to find a picture yeah. of it because um, I did see a picture of it the other day. Yeah, um, I don't remember. I, I saw it too, but I don't remember. It. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Found it. Found it. Um, tab. And you can tell, like the little, the little, uh, the little things inside there that make up the the rooms and everything. You can tell they're kind of like little. Uh, it's it's like it looks like cardboard. You call that that little board? Yeah, it's like cardboard. Is it? Uh, but there's that wood that's really thin that you use for, yeah, like for, models, uh, models and stuff. yeah, models and stuff that that looks like you might have used. I can't remember the that term, the name of that, but but yeah, you got like a little bedroom, a little kitchen, uh, like a little living room area. Um, so yeah, it's it's a pretty cool little thing. And then you have little the little uh, doll, little figure right there in the middle of this picture. So a little figure stands there. It's a very interesting so, idea just to come up with, hey, I have this makeup compact and I'm going to put a dollhouse in it. Yeah. I, think yeah, it I mean, it's done to where you would find a way to keep his daughter occupied. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm oh, sure. He, I mean, you can just pull this, pull this out. You just take it, you, like, you put it in your pocket and you take it anywhere Which is you brilliant. want. Yeah. So, um, so a little information on uh, Bluebird. So, Bluebird Toys was founded in 1980. Uh, by uh, Torquil Norman. Um, it was a, a British toy company that uh, hit it big in the early 80s uh, with container dollhouses, uh, which broke away from the traditional architectural style of dollhouses um, in favor of light and colorful family home. So the first of which uh, was the big yellow teapot house. So uh, so it was it was bright colored. It was it was shaped different than your normal dollhouse. Uh, that's kind of what they what they started out doing. Uh, so 
later products were uh, the Big Red Fun Bus, uh, the Big Jumpo Fun Jet, uh, a la carte uh, kitchen, uh, Lucy Locket, which is actually a larger version of Polly Pocket. Yeah, there's a picture of the a big yellow teapot. teapot. It's just a big yellow teapot that had a uh, house inside of it, pretty much. So you've got little furniture and stuff, little figures in there. Um, uh, let's see, as, there was also uh, this company also invented the plastic lunchbox. So if you remember growing up, I do growing up, we had the metal uh, uh, lunch boxes, uh, and then and then all of a sudden the plastic ones started showing up, replacing the metal ones. And so, and, and it was this Bluebird Toys that invented that uh, more durable, you know, than, than the metal ones. If the metal was bent, then it was it was about done for. And then you got these plastic ones that that wouldn't dent or anything like that. Um, you can put a sticker on the front of it instead of actually, uh, if you know the 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 metal they're metal they're, they're molded because uh, you, you got the contour of the the, the picture yeah. on the, the the front and back of it. Uh, so the plastic ones was just all plastic, and then you put a sticker on it with whatever you want on it. You know whatever they were I, I, selling at the time. I never knew that was Bluebird. That's that's interesting. Yeah, and I remember seeing some that Bluebird. Uh, name on on some of these plastic ones so yeah uh so by the end of the 80s bluebird started to struggle but with the license deal of poly pocket in 1989 and then later mighty max introduced in 1992 the company was back up by 1993 uh, however the second half of the 90s saw a, a lull in sales and then stocks dropped and in 1998 after a couple of uh attempts of a hostile takeover by some other people. Um, 1998, Mattel swooped in and acquired Bluebird and and integrated the Bluebird products into their own lines. Uh, so Mattel was already involved with Bluebird uh, because they held a distribution agreement for for Polly Pocket throughout the 90s in the U.S. So. <clears throat> uh, so uh, Mattel pretty much saved. Well, I mean, they, they took over that, but the whole company was about to, to be gone completely if, if Mattel didn't step in. So I like the hostile takeovers. Um, so it's, there's going to be a mutiny. Somebody's trying to take yeah. over. And, uh, you know. <laughs> so whoever thought like hostile takeover for a, a dollhouse company, like, okay, <laughs> maybe, maybe some toy companies, but like, you think the dollhouse companies, everybody's nice and friendly and it's all good. You see the, the you toy know? pirates marching into the, the dollhouse. <laughs> well, hey, we just take over. Mattel, uh, it, it's Mattel, you know, taking over. Like, yeah. I mean, they ended up doing it, but you know. Yeah. But they, they offered severance pay for those that, that didn't get to uh, transfer over to Mattel headquarters and stuff like that. So well, that's awesome. uh, they, they took care of the people. Whereas I think whoever was trying to take over the company wouldn't wouldn't be able to do that. So, but it's still not a good thing. But I guess it was for certain people. But uh, but yeah. So I know, I'm sure there's some people that got the short end of the stick on that yeah. deal. Anyway, any anything sure like that, you're going to have somebody that's not going to be happy with it. So. Having having been involved on both sides of hostile takeovers before for uh, media companies, uh, yeah, it can be pretty crazy i don't yeah. think i've ever been part of a hostile takeover 
I, I haven't either. So you guys, it's, it's, it's you worked for the same company for. It's a great years. experience. Almost, yeah, twenty-eight. It, it's one of those things you can't live without that experience, man. So uh, luckily, I was not screwed over in either one of those. Uh, oh, that's good. So you know, we, I was good. Yeah. So uh, the original Polly Pocket toys were plastic cases. Uh, that opened to form a small dollhouse or other playset with a figure uh, less than an inch tall. Uh, the figure folded in the middle. And it was kind of wasn't like waist bending at the waist. It was just like the whole part of the middle part of the body was a hinge. And it was just kind of yeah. funny looking when it folded. Um, so, yeah, so you can see these here. I better show you this. Yeah, it's just like. Yeah, it's not at the waist. It's like just the whole waist. It's kind of weird. Yeah, the whole it's middle part of the... Um, and then they have a circular base molded to the feet, uh, which uh, slotted into holes in the house or playset, allowing them to stand securely at particular points in the house or playset. Uh, with that flat bottom, you know, <clears throat> inside the, the playsets, they had little round circular things where you can place your, your, your figure, your little Polly Pocket figure uh, throughout the house. And, and she'll stand there or whatever. So um, figures were so small that, that some were enclosed and they came out with pendants or large rings um, that, that would fold open and your little figure, little doll, Polly Pocket doll would fit inside there and you carry them around or, or whatever. Um, like I said, they were less than an inch. And if you folded them over a little bit, they, I mean, they were smaller than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and let's see, like I said, 1998, uh, Mattel redesigned Polly Pocket. Uh, the new doll was larger and more lifelike. Uh, and the following year introduced a fashion Polly, uh, which were a three and three quarter inch line. So they were they were that, that, that inch tall, less than an inch tall for 89 all the way through uh, 1997. Uh, while Bluebird was in, and then when Mattel took over, they actually redesigned her um, and then made her a little larger, a little more lifelike. Um, and then the, they went more towards the, the fashion doll era. Um, you can, uh, you know, they, you know, they got Barbie and, and several other fashion dolls in Mattel. Uh, so that's kind of the way they, they started going in the late, in, in, from 98 and 99. Um like I said, the new uh, fashion poly line uh, were a three and three quarters inch. Uh, this is where poly pocket, poly pocket starts to become more of a fashion doll, like I just said. Uh, this line uses unique poly stretch rubbery clothes uh, that could be put on and taken off. So these were kind of a, a soft plastic rubbery type material that, that would stretch over um, if you want wanted to uh, change the fashion of your, your poly pocket doll. Um, in 2002, Mattel stopped producing the smaller Polly Pockets completely and just stuck with the larger ones. Uh, 2004, the Polly Pocket Quick Click line was introduced. Um, this line was a line that that uh, that used magnets to click the, the clothes onto the the figure. Um, there's one playset. Um, where you put your, your Polly Pocket doll on there uh, and you press a little lever or, or button and it, and it swirls or into the changing room uh, where you have 
the new clothes set up. And then when she spins back out, the new clothes are on her because all they do is she goes in there, clicks the magnets together and back out. So um, there's um, it's just a, a really quick thing. Uh, but there was a problem with this. Uh, in 2006, 4.4 million play sets were recalled due to children swallowing loose magnets. Um, <laughs> and this was in the U.S. So apparently, uh, y'all don't ever hear any other recalls happening outside of the U.S. There probably are, but usually it starts here. So It's because those countries... No, if like... our kids are just not as bright as some other kid countries, but... I don't know. It's just uh, because uh, I just follow the magnet so I can see if stuff sticks to me. I guess so. Maybe they just think yeah. About it. Maybe they're, they're too light. smart and try to figure yeah. things. Out. I don't know. It's but it's, out. All right. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, so they had to recall because of the magnets, um, kids Gosh. swallowing magnets. Um, so. There was a relaunch in 2010 that saw the doll staying the same size, uh, but Mattel increased like the foot size, the head size, the leg size. So they kind of over, uh, over pronounced some of the features on the doll. Um, it, it stayed the same size, yet they made everything bigger. The the dimensions, yeah, the same height. It was still three and three quarters, but they made the some of the the head a little bit bigger than what it was. So it kind of over-exaggerated. Three and three quarters? It's the G.I. Joe. It's like the oh, it's the G.I. Joe. G. I. These Joe. are five inch. That's right. Yeah, okay. your turtles are five inch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. I was trying to get a good scale. Yeah, you're so G.I. Joe yeah. like this. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, three and three quarters inch is the G.I. Joe size and Star Wars size. So, yeah. um, the uh, this new, new proportions to her, but gave her a, a little funky look so it didn't go over too well with with fans of the line um so uh, this also saw the introduction of cutants in this line as well which are inanimate objects crossed with animals so there was like a a water drop that was that looked like a cat or something like that um and i i aged out of my, i don't remember which side i was looking at i saw pictures of it uh, but it was, they're, they're just weird looking animal crossed with inanimate objects Looking in this line. It. So it was just kind of a weird, weird line um, in, in the Polly Pocket history. Uh, so I Andrew's looking for that. I'm going to, uh, we'll move on to the next. Uh, so 2012, Polly Pocket was discontinued in the U.S., but was still available for a while in Europe and South America, and then eventually uh, only sold in Brazil up until the new reboot of the line in 2018. So just a couple of years ago, Mattel completely rebooted it. So the, the new reboot goes back to what the original line was intended back in the 90s. Um, although not quite as small, these are a little different in that they are, are there, there are no slotting holes for the figure to stand in. Instead, the doll is made out of a flexible plastic that sticks to certain surfaces, uh, but also bends so that it, it can sit in a chair or or whatever you want to do with it. You can pose it in different ways as well. So, okay, so I found these uh, images. I found this so image. the cutant, yeah. So there's one looks like a pig that's shaped like a hamburger, <laughs> uh -huh. and this other one we're looking at. What is that supposed to be like a? 
I think oh, it's a chicken and it's fr- a French chicken fries. It looks like French fries. Yeah. Um, shouldn't it be a cow as a hamburger? Yeah, it just looks like a. Yeah, or, or, like a... or, or is this supposed to be a McRib? Uh, that, so... might be, that might be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not quite the right shape. It looks like a hamburger, but should it be yeah. a McRib? Oh my god, I'm gonna start crying because it's so funny. <laughs> So okay. yeah, these these animals are are kind of weird looking. Uh, and it was just a weird a odd giraffe thing. as a drink, a hippopotamus yeah. as a. It looks like a cupcake, but like not a tall cupcake. Like a oh, maybe it's a pie. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a bird as a water droplet, Michael. Okay, it's the bird in the water it's droplet. Okay, I can remember. There was a cat one, but I don't remember what it was. Um, a parakeet is a like a can of soda. Yeah. Excuse me. Ice cream um, snail and a it looks like a ice cream scoop caterpillar. I mean, okay. I'm, oh, uh, I, 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 a carton of milk is the cow. That I, all right. Uh, okay, I can see that. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with that. And so we're gonna say that the pig is supposed to make be a McRib. Okay, we'll say that. So. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. That makes more sense. Okay, uh, keep going. So that's that's the 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 timeline of this Polly Pocket lines. Uh, like I said, they they started out small, and then Mattel took over and made them larger. And then just a couple of years ago, uh, twenty eighteen, they went back small again. So although they're not quite as small, but they are small. So Mattel uh, screwed them up. Screwed them over. Uh, they they wanted to follow the the fashion doll buzz of Barbie and and all those lines like that. So uh, they had to make them larger to do the clothing type stuff, the accessories <sighs> and stuff like that. That's... So they can they they try to you know the accessories they make more money off of that stuff than they do the actual doll. Yeah, you know that's why Barbie was so successful. Was you buy the doll you and then you spend all, all your money on all the accessories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really sad that Mattel tried that and they kind of screwed it up. Um, because I mean, I I like Polly Pocket. I think this is a genius idea. Like I'm not the, I was not the demographic for Polly Pocket per se, but like to have something small like this, that's something that you can play with and it's all like encased in this little makeup or this small little, uh, compact is amazing. It's a great idea. Yeah, I know so, Megan yeah. was a big fan of them. She liked them, and she's actually got some of the new ones uh, that she's been able to find here. You need to try to find that original one for her, John. See how, see how much that cost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she keeps Our, telling me to, and I'm like, mm, no. Get, Go make one. Go make one. Get her to get Go some pics one. of it. Um, something I need to to go back for uh last episode with the weevil wobbles the weebles oh, oh. Uh, rainy has the pooh bear one from that that sears exclusive oh. somewhere so and as soon as i find it as soon as we find it we're gonna i'm gonna shoot pictures and and post pictures on the okay. on the website and, and instagram and all that but yeah we need uh, some of the ones of the new poly pockets we know they're new and it's fine it's, we'll, yeah we know that well still but totally still them, but we'll get yeah. pictures of them yeah so, um, so let's let's talk about a couple of these uh, play sets. Can you tell me which ones you want to talk about. Um, click on eighty nine, and we'll 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 talk about the beach house. Uh, I think it's the first one there. Beach house. Beach house. It's shaped like a a shell. 
a seashell. Yeah. And you open it up, and inside you have the bottom part. Looks like it has a little, I guess it's supposed to be the ocean or whatever, a little lake. Well, at the front, when you walk in, there's a little gate that walks across a, a little bridge that's over a little lake, and it goes to a little green, uh, grassy area. And if you look at the bridge, the bridge it's actually broken. has a, a broken yeah, plank I, on it. The so detail, the detail of that, that with the broken plank is, is that, that's funny. Mm-hmm. And then the top part that lifts up and is, is upright um, is her house. So That's you have, house. yeah, so the, the bottom level is, it's got three levels. So the bottom level is uh, like a, a dining, dining area. Room. It's got little, yeah. little chairs and, and a table. Next one looks like a bedroom. Um, and then your top level, uh, it's got another little bedroom and a bathroom. So yeah. you've got the little sink and everything in it. Um, but it, it, if you look at these, you look how detailed these are. Every little s- centimeter of these things, I say the inch, but they're only a couple inches tall anyway. <laughs> yeah. Every little millimeter of these, there's some kind of detail in them. That's how detailed they are. They're they're all painted. Um, everything uh, is is just detailed, and it's it's crazy how detailed they are on this. It's it's a little interesting to me that they did do some things with these when they made them that the original the the original ones that he made for his daughter um, had like ramps that went from floor to floor. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you, you didn't have to like just drop, like pretend that they got there, like they could walk up those or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then also they did make these slightly larger than the compact. Like they're just a little bit bigger, not much bigger, but yeah. they're a little bit bigger, which probably helps to get more of these details in here. And, and um, the whole idea of this is to take, take this dollhouse with you anywhere you go. You yeah. Fit in your pocket, and they still fit. Like they, they didn't, yeah. they didn't make them too big that they don't fit originally. Yeah. Uh, but they, they didn't make them a slightly, slightly larger. But they did take some of the details that, like the ramps that go up, which allows them to stuff more details into these. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where you would put the ramp between some of these and the little, yeah. the little benches for and, the the dining room. It's, it's that's cool. And if you look at some of these larger, there are some larger playsets as well. Um, they do have like ramps and stuff that, that can take you from level to level. So, um, yeah. Um, the, all right, so these two little figures, let's talk about these two little figures. Um, we got mm-hmm. Polly, uh, wearing a red dress with some blonde curly hair and we got wee Willie, uh, wee Willie. Yep. who I thought he was wearing a construction hat that apparently has blonde hair, um, <laughs> has a yellow shirt and some blue, blue pants on, um, but yeah, I thought he was wearing like a construction hat or something. Yeah, or like it looks a like a construction because it's just it's just flat. Yeah, <laughs> it's just flat all the way around. So and they, this original Polly Pocket, she has uh, more of a. It, she always has the the yellow hair uh, or blonde hair, but it's always a, a bob type, short yeah. curly hair. Um, there's a few of the figures that have a ponytail, um, and then when they actually kind of changed up the look of them kind of in was it 97 or so she she started having longer a little bit longer hair 98 when mattel took over definitely changed it to a ponytail kind of like the barbie doll ponytail is what it went to but the first the first iteration of this is more of a short hair uh curly blonde hair is what it is so. so i pulled up one from 92 um this one's specific because this one's a little bit smaller um mm-hmm. this is the 
little Lulu um, speedboat rink and ring case. Yeah, there is. Okay. Else. No, it's. Uh, oh uh, yeah, that's. I was reading something different. Hold on. Okay, so I went to ninety two, and it's. Uh, where'd it go? What was it ninety? Ninety one. Oh, that was 91. It was Lulu and her speedboat. That's what it's called. Okay, Lulu and her uh, speedboat. So it's a little so. smaller. It's two and a half by, it's, it's basically two and a half inches by two and a quarter inch, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's a little bit smaller. You've got Lulu um, with this one. Um, and she is a, uh, she's got brown hair, still in the bob kind of short, shortcut um, with a, what is this? Like a, a white and purple painted dress or something. Um, it's probably, probably a swimsuit, swimsuit. yes, or swimsuit, swimsuit, something that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, her place, like I said, it's a lot smaller, it has a little spot for a um, a little dolphin, yeah. You got the dolphin um, accessory with it, yeah. There's a little boat that you can get to go with this one. Um, but the bottom part is designed a lot differently than the other one because you don't have a little gate that takes you into it, it's just kind of flat, and then the top is just one room, yeah. And if you look at it. Um, the little ring that you see, this, this comes with a ring because it, it's actually like a little ring box and it, it'll slide down that little slot right there in the, in the bottom of the, um, in the bottom of it. Yeah. In the bottom of the, the container and, and it, and you close it up and it, it contains that ring. So, and, and yeah. And then the dolphin is, is a little accessory piece that comes in and out and you can see, you can see where it actually fits at in the water part of the, um, oh, the little playset and everything, and when you you put all that in there and close it up, and it holds it holds everything inside that container. So, but um, this one's kind of cool. I I just because this one's square, you know, mm -hmm. it's kind of showing they're all a little different. Let's look at one in ninety two. Um, these are these they've kind of got a little fancy here. Uh, shall we look at the jeweled forest? These have a jewel on the top of them. Mm-hmm. There's actually a jewel inside of it too when you open them up. Oh, look, there is a jewel inside of it. So this looks like a little tree house. Um, there's a squirrel that comes with it. And yeah. this has, uh, oh, the squirrel's name is Scamper or Nibble. AKA we're back Nibble. To, yeah. Yeah. We're back to having Polly in here. She's wearing a little green dress. Um, but the bottom, it looks like the floor of a, you know, um, like the a forest. It's got mm -hmm. little like mushrooms and a little pond in there or a little river uh, with you're back to having the door on this one. This one has a little swinging gate. Um, and then it looks like there's a jewel right in the middle of a uh, mushroom or. Yeah. The mushroom actually opens up yeah. and there's a jewel inside of it. Yeah. And then the top part of this looks like a little tree house with a little, a bed um, that stretches across the top of it, a swing and then a trail, a chair and a little table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're spitting a lot into these things. I gotta say, there's a lot of detail. Yeah. Um, let's look at something a little bit bigger. I know there's some houses and stuff where the, the house folds up and you can get uh let's look at um go to ninety-four and we will look at um the light up hotel. Let's look at that. The light up horse hotel. No, that's a horse house. Sorry. Um, there it is. I had to find it. Yeah. The light up hotel here. Mm -hmm. um, 
much uh, much larger here. Mm-hmm. You've actually got this is not a compact. I mean, you've got things that are compact inside of it because the poly pockets are still the same size, but it's much larger. Uh, yeah, because this big. one, when you get it all closed up, it actually looks like a, a house or a hotel. And yeah. then the top of it folds out and the side folds out and you have a, uh, a whole interior part that you have your play set in. So, yeah. uh, so this one has, got, yeah. You've got the top that or like the main area that folds back and what it does, so you get... Um, it looks like a main floor, then a staircase that goes up to, it looks like. It goes up to a bedroom. bedroom. So there's a bedroom, yeah. and then I can't tell what that other room is. Like There's a bathroom with a sunken tub. Oh, okay, that's what that is, a yeah. sunken tub. That makes more sense. I was just like, I can't tell what that, like, it looks, looks weird. Um, and, and then and underneath that looks like maybe a kitchen. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, I picked this one to look at, because this is one of those that have, some of these actually have action features to them. And oh, this yeah. one, you turn uh, turn the fountain, and a little duck moves around in the water. So if you look in the left-hand bottom corner of this, you see a little fountain. There's a white duck in there that goes side to side. When you, you turn that little fountain that's in that water side to side, the duck actually moves too. Yeah. Um, so you have a lot of little things like this in, in a lot of these bigger sets um, that actually you, you spin – a certain knob somewhere on there like this is the water fountain and there's something else action happens so uh the uh this one actually comes with four figures you got Polly pocket you got a melanie uh you got a rachel and you got an eve um figures as well so and this one comes with a a light up chimney or, or you push a button on the chimney and it lights up the hotel so this one comes with lights too so all kinds of stuff on this one yeah. So. All right, John, pick a year. Let's look at another one. Uh, one more. Let's go 95. Let's go 95. Um, oh, these have books. These are interesting. So let's look at one of these books. There you go. Um, Glitter Island here. Um, obviously, it looks like a, I guess it's a small looking book. Uh, I like Glitter Island. They're taking off of, you know, Treasure Island here. Take a, yeah. The name of it. It is pink. It's got a little clasp on it. Um, you open it up and lay it down. It looks like you get a, another beach scene. Um, and then mm -hmm. a house that looks like some leaves in front of the little house. Um, but not. it's not like you're inside the house very much on this one. You can get nah, in the, there. The but the most of it's just like, like yeah, yeah it, it, most of it just kind of looks like you're, it's the beach and then like this forest type thing. So like an mm -hmm. island, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you have a tiny Polly with blonde hair, wavy. She's got uh, blonde waved hair with uh, looks like a lay around her head or a bandana or something. She's also barefoot in this one. And you get a tiny Lily who has red hair um, mm -hmm. with a little green dress on. So um, interesting. You also get a Shelly the turtle, which is lime green. You have one of those, Michael? You need to get one of those. Yeah, I guess so. And a Coco the monkey. Coco the monkey, and then it comes with a canoe as well. Yeah, it comes with a canoe. Um, a couple of things this one does, like I said, the, the action feature, this one has one as well. Uh, the hammock swings on this one, so you can kind of swing it back and forth while your, your Polly the Pocket, Polly Pocket figure 
can sit in it while it swings back and forth. So where's the hand? Oh, there it is. It's underneath the trees here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't see it. I was looking for it. I was like, oh, let's see the hammock. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, and the treasure chest opens up. Mm -hmm. So these are, I, I gotta say, like I said, poly, poly it's, a, it's a genius idea. Mm -hmm. um, I, I love this. This whole thing, like I said, not my, I'm not the demographic for this, but I love Polly Pocket. It makes sense. Um, and it's one of those kind of toys that we should make more of. We should come up with new ideas like this and, and let them kind of flourish out. So uh, let's rank this real quick. Where you guys put this on your list? Uh, to me, Polly Pocket's probably, uh, you know, it's not high on my list, but there's a lot of, little girls that grew up with this uh, and everything. So they are, it is a staple of our, uh, of the toy, you know, toy world. Um, and it's still, you know, they still have them around. They haven't completely gone or faded out, gone away or anything. There's, Mattel just keeps kind of redoing them. Um, I would put this probably, uh, let's put this at number 11 for me. Number 11 for Michael. John. Hmm. I think I'm going to go a little bit higher because, I mean, they were up there. People really liked them. I, I remember seeing them and stuff. I, I mean, we didn't have Polly Pocket, but uh, I'm going to put it up there next to the Troll Dolls. I'm going to put it at six. Oh, John's going six. Wow. Look at John. Good job, John. I'm going eight, uh, pushing Popples down. Um, like I said, this is one that I really like. I like this idea. It's a genius thing. They were everywhere. Uh, great marketing uh, for these things. Just, I'm, I'm not the demographic for specific Polly Pockets, but they're great toys. So I'm going number eight on this one. Um, and we will come back to this um, in our next episode as we talk about the next one here in a few minutes. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we have our new segment. Our, I mean, kind of, kind of new. It's going to change this week, um, but our newest segment, we'll call it our newest segment, you know, there we go. Um, did Larry have it? And no. uh, this <laughs> being Polly Pocket, what do you guys think? I'm going to say no on Polly Pocket. I'm going to say no. You're going to say no. All right. So a uh, good thing about this is we have Larry's answer. So let's see what Larry has to say, if he had it or not. Hey, guys. Oh, wait. That was on brand. Uh, hey, hey, it's Larry uh, from the STS guys. Um, so this week's episode is about Polly Pocket. Um, and you want to know if I had any Polly Pockets. Um, I, no, I, I, I didn't have any Polly Pockets. <laughs> no Polly Pockets from Larry. Um, um, I do want to say thanks to Larry. Shout out for that, for dropping us on voicemail. We're going to be hearing from him pretty often now uh, with our new segment, letting us know if he had these or not. Um, I really wish we were doing this from the beginning because <laughs> there's so many that we've done that we know that he had. Uh, so no Polly Pockets for Larry, which I think he's kind of like us, just not the right demographic. Right. So, all right. Anything else we want to add about Polly's? Now, I'm just uh, going back and looking at this. And doing doing some research on this and, and a little bit on our next episode as well. I'm just amazed at how much detail these things have in them. The original line that was from 89 to, to 97, all the little the, the, the miniature doll houses that, you know, growing up, 
you know, we had micro machines and the micro machines kind of started that boom of miniature pieces like that. And, and they were, they were pretty detailed. You, you knew what certain cars were by looking at those. Uh, Galoob did a good job on that, but looking at this from what Bluebird did uh, with this line for the details. And then, then, like I said, we were talking about the couple of little features in them, little action features. Now there's even more, the bigger, the bigger sets have more little action features and it and it's just simple things but it's it's just cool how they can get so much detail in such a spidey uh, a, a small space like that did you say so, smitey he did say smitey i was just like small and tiny and i said smitey um, uh, you tried to play that off too you didn't think yeah, so just a small tiny play set you have everything that you need for a dollhouse in a two and a half inch by two and a half inch playset. It's, you know. it's, it's, I honestly want to say it's a little ridiculous that they can get that much detail into those things. Yeah. Right. And it's amazing all the same time, but honestly, it's, it's a little ridiculous that they can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, all right. Anything you want to add on to that, John, before we wrap this one up? I'm good. All right. Polly pocket. It is a great little toy. Um, if and and the the on. original and we didn't talk about pricing or anything, but uh, which I didn't see any prices originally, but the local. the original sets made by Bluebird are now pretty valuable because they're they're harder to find. So, yeah. um and they're all from you know from the UK that was distributed by Mattel in the US. So yeah, but it's uh, but yeah, if you find an original one from the from eighty nine to ninety seven. Um, if you can find a good price, pick it up. If you're a collector of these, whatever, that's, that's, no, that's, that's you, where you're, hey, if you're not a collector and you get a decent price. Yeah. Up, and if you have them, if, <laughs> if you have them, send us pictures of, them. we'd love to see your pictures. We'd love to hear if you had these, what your stories, um, like, like Larry did, he sent us a voicemail over on crossstreamsmedia.com and we were able to play it. We'd love to play your stuff, your thoughts on any toy lines or whatever, if you've got them. So, um, anybody that has a thought, send us a voicemail. We'd love to play it. Um, get you guys on the podcast here. Cause it'd be great. Nice to hear some different things. So, uh, let us know. Um, with that, if you go over to cross streams media, that's where we've got a lot of our stuff there. You can also check us out on toy review All of our episodes are toy reviews, um, from new toy line or new toys that we're dropping, um, as article size there with some, with some photo galleries. Um, also, our toy rankings that we just uh, did with this one. Was that a phone? Yeah. yeah. Phone. Right. We need to add that, like just a bingo card that just has phone noise on it. See how many <laughs> times you can black it out. Um, so be sure to do that. Also, you can drop us the uh, voicemail over on Cross Streams Media. While you're there, check out some of our partner podcasts, including uh, The Art of the Boar, Frontwood Negative, or sorry, let's see, The Art of the Boy, The Art of the Boar. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> the Art of the Boar, the Dan Aykroyd podcast, the Burnt Riddles and Charles Bronson podcast, Bearing Ain't Easy, the STS guys, shout out to Larry, the Secondary Heroes, Three Beers and a Mic, the Dorksman, and Front Row Negative. Uh, so with that, I do want to say, um, if you're listening to this, my episode where I, with the Dorksman we just dropped yesterday as, we're re as this is dropping. Um, and so go check it out if you want to hear about what I thought about the Batman. If you haven't seen it yet, listen or listen i don't care there's lots of spoilers in that and then 
check out Front Row Negative because Michael had an episode on Front Row Negative. I had an episode on Front Row Negative, and we're just waiting. We're, we are days away from hearing John's episode. Um, yeah. They recorded. You said that y'all recorded last night, John? Yeah, we recorded last night. Yeah, so we are. Um, the best part about this is I listen to Michael's. And then I did mine. I'm waiting to hear John's because I listened to both of y'all's. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he asks all of us the same question. And I, I, I know Michael's story. I know my story. And I'm waiting to hear John's story. Oh yeah, how we how, how we started gets or how this podcast got started. So um, I love how he did all three of us separate and kind of got kind of the same information. So <laughs> I'm excited about that episode, John. I, I can't wait till it drops. Uh, so yeah. check that out. I mean, I warned him. I was like, I'm nowhere as near as interesting as my other two brothers. I don't, but, I don't, you know. think, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think we're all just as interesting in our own little ways. Um, so I, I, you guys got a good episode out. I can't wait to hear it. So um, be sure you check those out. Um, and then, like I said, Cross Streams Media, leaves leaves the uh, voicemail. We'd love to do that. And we're so happy to be a part of that, that podcast group. So anything else we want to add? Anything? Nope. Nope. Good. Nothing about Polly Pocket. All right. Well, uh, then on behalf of the Brothers Newland here at the Toy Rewind Podcast, uh, we'll talk to you soon and uh, play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at toyrewindpodcast.com. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.